All right, everyone. I think we are live. I am so excited to be here with you again uh, to discuss natural law. If this is your first time here, I want to give you a warm welcome. My name is Angel. Uh, I've got my co-host and partner over here, Chad. Good evening. And we've got another awesome presentation, educational class, if you will, an episode, a live cast, whatever you want to call it. We're diving into natural law. We'll do a recap in the early parts of the uh, pre presentation, just in case you missed any of the episodes. I do want to remind you that you can... Um, register for a free membership at the Sacred Anarchy Mystery School and watch all of the archives, uh, watch all of the presentations in order, preferably, so you can get the maximum out of each episode. We've also launched uh, the live cast on Spotify and iTunes. So if you want to listen to it in your car or on a walk with the dogs, we've made that uh, available for you for your convenience. Um, I do have one announcement before we go into our talk tonight, and that is that I'm hosting a free masterclass on how to project your inner vision into the manifest world. And guess what? It has everything to do with natural law. So uh, my main intention with the mystery school, with all of my teachings is to really get you to see that you are an esoteric technology. And when you use the hermetic principles, which we have been discussing in the natural law series that we've been doing right here in the live cast, you're going to be aligned with natural law. This is where your magic becomes the most potent. So I'm going to be teaching you guys in that free masterclass how to create an inner vision that is projected into the manifest world so it actually creates your desired outcome. Because how many of us set an intention and then we get like mediocre at best results. And we often wonder why that is. So I'll be going over all of that uh, in that masterclass. So you can go ahead and register for that on the website. Be sure to look for um, the place to register called Inner Vision uh, Masterclass. You'll see it there. If you can't find it, you can ask questions in the Sacred Anarchy Society. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into natural law. This is part three, episode 11 in our series, The Principle of Vibration. Just a recap, um, over the last few weeks, um, for those who haven't seen um, those episodes, uh, natural law, uh, natural being inherent, having a basis in nature, reality and truth, not made or caused by humankind, mm -hmm. law, an existing condition, which is both binding and immutable, which means it cannot be changed. Natural law is universal, universal spiritual laws, which govern the consequences of behavior for intelligent species, meaning beings that are capable of coming to an understanding of their own existence and their consciousness and are capable of understanding the objective difference between harmful and non-harmful behavior towards themselves and other beings. This does not include the animal kingdom. We're not talking about the law of nature. Uh, the seven natural laws of the universe. Uh, the first week we went over the principle of mentalism. Uh, last week we went over the principle of correspondence. Uh, tonight we'll talk about the principle of vibration. And in the future we'll be talking about the principle of polarity, rhythm, cause and effect, and gender. So tonight... The principle of vibration. 
the natural law of vibration states that everything vibrates and nothing rests. Vibrations of the same frequency resonate with each other, so like attracts like energy. Everything is energy, including your thoughts. Consistently focusing on a particular thought or idea attracts its vibrational match. Okay, so <laughs> we better start being more mindful about the things that we're thinking about, the energy that we're emitting. These are, you know, what is it, Nikola Tesla? I think we've got a quote in there tonight that everything is energy, vibration, and frequency. So um, let's talk about that. We haven't, you know, there's so many people out there talking about law of attraction, which clearly the principle of vibration is touching upon this. Um, but think about our life. Think about what we are attracting every single day. Is it the thing that we want? Is it giving us mediocre results? Thoughts on this, Chad? Well, I, I uh, when I started writing um, the presentation, I started thinking about my youth growing up uh, in upstate New York as a hippie fish head. And, <laughs> you know, in those circles, the speak of vibe is prevalent. Like everyone's like, you know, it's a great vibe tonight. This is a great vibe. Oh, this bad vibe, man. You're like, it's, it's like underlying, I think in our culture to, to, to be attuned in some level to vibration, but you know, hermetically speaking, the principle of vibration takes it to this much deeper level um, of our existence. Something they, they did not. Uh, um, Teach us in school. Well, <laughs> they, they, they did not uh, uh, speak of it on a deeper level in the, the uh, fish show parking lot scene <laughs> with lots of uh, nitrous oxide balloons oh, no. and, and uh, marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So the, the principle of vibration you know, the thing that comes to mind is really be about intention. And this is where meditation uh, or any type of meditation, I should say, um, you know, I think traditionally we think of meditation as, you know, sitting yoga pose uh, or lotus pose, I should say, quiet. And, you know, there are very many ways to get into a high vibrational state, a meditative state. And for me, um, I really find that just having silence, you know, whether I'm sitting or laying, um, just getting into a place where I can actually feel my own vibration. And I think if we can think about meditation in that way, um, then it becomes less daunting of a, oh, I can't clear my thoughts. I can't just sit there and do nothing. But if you think about just feeling your vibration, and for me, this was a big one because of anxiety. Um, I just have a lot of you know, panicky kind of energy, but if I get quiet and I can kind of feel into the body, where is the vibration coming from? You know, a lot of times it's your nervous system. Maybe it's your mind. Maybe you've got tension in your lower back. Um, there's so many signals and symptoms that let us know where we are vibrationally. Absolutely. You know, the, I love how the, uh, all the laws kind of play into each other because last week we talked about correspondence as above so below so this week's vibration and vibrationally you know the universe these are universal laws so this is 
you know, from the, the single cell, the atom, the, mm -hmm. you know, the atomic level is vibrating all the way, you know, so your, your absolute micro of microcosms all the way to the sun, to the, the universe itself, you know, ad infinitum, like forever and forever. So understanding that your personal vibe vibration, your, your, your state of being, if it's an in alignment with understanding how you play into that whole, uh, you know, uh, alignment of, of vibrational bodies is, you know, important. I, I think just thinking about that on a deeper level will bring you to a, a meditative state. Yeah. You know, we think and meditation is like a really, for me, it's a really good topic to bring up for this specific principle because on, there's a lot of, for me, misinformation out there about meditation that we've just got to clear all our thoughts and, you know, have nothing going on. And the thing about natural law is everything is always in motion. There is actually no stillness. You know, even if you are resting or being still, or you've cleared your mind for a moment, you're atoms, your vibration is still in motion. And so this is very important because, you know, once you're, once you understand the vibration that you're emitting, and this is why getting quiet or being uh, alone, having alone time is very important because then you got get to finally see, oh, wait, this isn't my stuff. You know, this is, you know, the guys at work or this is, you know, the chaos around the house. Um, but if you don't spend any time alone or in silence or just feeling your own vibration, even if it's in the shower, you know, and starting to get to know yourself on a vibratory level versus just a physical level, um, I think the world starts to change and you start to change the world that you know. It's some uh, questions coming through. Oh, so good. Maybe we can address those. Yes. And end. thank you for you guys who are showing up live. We do want to add this live Q&A part of the live cast. So thank you so much for those who are tuning in tonight. So forge ahead so we can get to those questions. All right. All right. As Angel said, uh, law of vibration, nothing rests everything moves, everything vibrates, all things carry their own unique energy on all planes of existence. In fact, even the smallest particle in the universe has a vibrational frequency that impacts things around it. Um, you know, just talking about the microcosm and the macrocosm. So, you know, your, your spiritual vi vibration, your physical vibration, your emotional vibration, mm -hmm. you know, all happening simultaneously you know even if you're completely standing still all that energy is in in a place it's it's, it's ready to so it makes me have this image it kind of makes me think about dr emoto's experiments where he was uh looking at water underneath a microscope uh, after he would play it you know classical music uh heavy metal um just in seeing how that would affect the molecules how it would affect the vibration of the water and then when he would look at the uh the molecules underneath the microscope he would see these snow 
snowflakes. And if the, the vibration was a more chaotic vibration, like a heavy metal or something, um, then it had a more distorted, a less, you know, so-called beautiful pattern and um, a more symmetrical um, geometric pattern if it was, you know, in harmony with itself. So when you start to think about yourself, not so much as the physical being that you see in the mirror, but as this crystalline um, sim, uh, piece of uh, a symbol, if you will, a symbol that has a frequency. And is that frequency distorted and chaotic or is it a symmetrical geometric pattern? And I think that would say a lot about where, how you, much you understand your own vibration. Yeah. So the, the picture uh, for those that don't know those are cymatic mm -hmm. um cymatic representations of musical notes so b c c sharp d um every sh showing that every frequency that we hear has a an, uh, an according um shape that it, it emits um you know i think music is probably one of the best personal examples that everyone can relate to because when you listen to music, you are listening to vibration. You are mm -hmm. listening to, um, you know, 20,000 wavelengths of, you know, uh, different wavelengths of sound, all of which impact you and in various ways, uh, emotionally, you know, probably number one, but you know, deeper levels spiritually mentally physically i mean you go to a uh just mentioned a fish concert mm -hmm. people are are dancing and um you know and they're spaced out like hippie ways and then you go to a slayer concert and, <laughs> and they're they're you know mocking each other enjoying themselves that way but watching the how frequency and vibration affects yes the human uh, well it's kind of like makes me think about like you know not that I bake many cakes, but if you're, you know, let's say you're baking brownies and, you know, the ingredients are having an interaction with each other. That's why when you're baking, you've got to be very specific with your measurements and such. Otherwise, it's like, you know, flour is not going to rise or whatever, but it's having an interaction. So you as a vibration are having interactions with your surroundings, right? With the things you're listening to, with the people you're hanging out with, with the actual table, the chair, the foods that you're eating, everything has a vibration. So you're having an alchemical um, experience and reaction to the vibration around you. So like, for example, if you live in a very like cluttered house, it has a lot of dirt and you haven't really scrubbed it in a while, it's got a vibration. So you might not understand why you're feeling depressive or um, maybe you have anxiety or you're just not feeling well. It's like, we don't, we kind of take for granted that every single thing has vibration and it is interacting with our own personal vibration. And that is creating our experience, you know, coming to mind is Bruce Lipton and his study with epigenetics, you know, your environment is affecting you. So this is, these is, this is a very uh, important principle to start to look at the nitty gritty of everything that you decide, you know, what's the wabi sabi, you know, way, if it's not useful or beautiful, what's it doing in your life? And there's a lot to that, especially from a vibrational standpoint. So 
the hermetic teachings are that not only is everything in constant movement and vibration, but that the differences between the various manifestations of the universal power are due entirely to the varying rate and mode of vibrations. Even the all, the universe in itself, manifests a constant vibration of such an infinite degree of intensity and rapid motion that it may be practically considered as at rest, just like when you watch a, a wheel spinning really, really fastly, it doesn't look like it's moving anymore. It just looks like it's mm -hmm. it's just sitting there. Manifest a constant vibration of such an infinite degree of intensity. You know, you think about emotions and their intensity. You know, you can think about anger for a moment and it's got a very intense feeling about it. So there's obviously a different vibration for every single different emotion. Um, and so it's going to have an effect on us, you know, and it's not to say that we can never get angry or we should always pretend that we're always in a good mood or whatever, but there is something to be said about someone who is constantly um, entertaining the emotion of anger for this example and how that leaves a residue. So we not we might feel that that is it, our normal state after so long because it's very familiar to us. And I think when I think about this revolving wheel, you know, the wheel just spins, you know, and if we do not... Um, start to harness the energy of our own wheel, it will start to rule us, so to speak. So we have to be very uh, conscious to be the be the ruler of the wheel, so to speak. Do you follow my logic here? Yeah, Chad? absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, the wheel, it's the, the world that's around us all the time. It's, you know, what this is stating is that the everything is in a constant state of vibration in that there's all these other varying states of vibration all, you know, melding with each other. Some vibrations, you know, combine and create a new, more harmonious thing. Like, you know, I keep thinking in music terms, like mm -hmm. you, you're, you create a major chord, it's, it, it feels good to your body. Uh, but then you can be in a situation and those conflict, those energies could conflict and create a dissonance, an actual uh, bad feeling. And, and the more you're in tune with your body, your mind, your, you know, your soul, your, your emotions and all that, you go into certain situations. You could go into a, a, a someone's house that you've never met, you know, a friend brought you there and you walk in the house and you do not feel mm -hmm. correct. There's something is off. You know, your intuition is like red flag, like mm -hmm. something's off here. And you know, you have to be in, you have to understand these things. And that, that's what this is. You're, you're all these different vibes all happening constantly uh, uh, around you constantly. And to the naked eye, to the untrained, you know, the uninitiated person, they don't see that everything's happening. Mm. They, they, they say like, oh, yeah, nothing's happening here. It's like, there's never nothing happening. It's always constantly moving. Which and makes me think about this phone, you know, um, your cell phone emits a frequency, <laughs> electromagnetic frequencies, um, 
they have medic, medic fields and they affect your vibration. So, you know, those, you know, they say they've done studies that those who are on their phone for many, many hours a day, um, it's affecting their vibration. So it holds true with everything. And the more mindful we are about what things are vibrating high, you know, there's people in your life. You're like, I love being around that person. Why? Because of their vibration. Then there's people, maybe not so much. And then there are certain foods that, you know, make you feel great. And then other ones, not so much. So this is this constant like checks and balance of, you know, what vibration deserves my vibration for its in interaction in order to bake the brownies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the vibrations are around us all the time. You, you go to certain cities and the city has a vibe. Yeah. You know, na well, neighborhoods when the city has a different vibe, there's just, it's so much of this principle is playing into your daily life. You just probably haven't thought about it. Yeah. All right. So science teaches, modern science teaches that all matter manifests in some degree uh, to the various uh, vibrations arising from temperature or heat. Whether an object be hot or cold or both being but degrees of the same thing, it manifests certain heat vibrations in that sense is in motion and vibration. Then all particles of matter are in circular movement from a single cell all the way to the sun. The planets revolve around the suns and many of them turn on their axes. The suns move around greater central points and these are believed to move around still greater points and so on and so on ad infinitum. Light, heat, magnetism, and electricity are all forms of vibratory motion connected in some way with and probably emanating from the ether. So there's this image right here with the Taurus fields. You know, you can even think about, you know, your aura or even further out your Merkaba. And it's basically your, your chariot. This is your etheric chariot. For those of you guys who work with the tarot, you know, the chariot, that is the Merkaba card. That's like your vehicle. So you want to be very, uh, again, mindful of your field, you know, what comes into your experience. Um, I mean, even down to, I forget, like there was a couple, maybe a couple years ago when we were talking about fabrics, uh, about like the clothes oh, yeah. that you wear and like your synthetic. Yeah. And like, even like the sheets that you sleep in at night, like if it's, if it's, um, you know, a, has a synthetic blend, um, or is it all natural, you know, all natural, um, fibers like cotton or flax or linen, you know, silk. Uh, so these, even though we take it for granted, like, you know, the fast fashion industry, these are all, most things are made from these synthetic uh, manufactured man-made fibers. And so we're going to be lowering our vibration, just thinking about the clothes that we wear yeah. or the blankets and sheets that we sleep in. Well, reiterating the, the last slide, everything vibrates, everything. Just because something appears to be an inanimate object, it's not. <laughs> There's no such thing as an inanimate object. Everything is just matter. What we're seeing here, this table, you know, this credenza, it's all energy moving at a super, super slow vibration. 
so of course your your clothing can affect you you know you're back to you're saying about your environment you know the epigenetics like it's all affecting you everything is is playing off you you're you're playing into mm -hmm. it constantly there's this dance of energy uh, around us at all times and i think this is where we can start experimenting you know it's like do you have closets that are overflowing? Uh, guilty as charged. Mine fell down recently. You know, it was like, okay, it's time to clean out the closet. You know, do you have a junk drawer that's just filled with nonsense? Like we think these little things that are like no big deal. Um, you know, even giving your house a good deep scrub or getting a, a housekeeper to come and do it once a month. Like these little things, they they start to improve our health and well-being. It helps us to think deeper thoughts and more clearly uh, sleep better at night. So gosh, there's so many ways that this principle plays into every second of our life. <laughs> so you said it already, but Nikolai Tesla, Nikola Tesla said, if, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. You know, Tesla is one of the greatest forward thinkers of the last 150 years, you know, invented alternating current, uh, was working on free energy projects with his Tesla coils where he can tap into uh, the end of the last slide, the ether, tap into the, the energy that is connecting everything in between the, the uh, ancient uh, uh, hermeticists and alchemists, you know, understood existed. Uh, and only modern science threw away the ether, but Nikola would tap into that and pass electricity through, mm -hmm. you know, thin air, which also has a vibration, uh, and power light bulbs from, you know, 100 yards away. You know, if we started to really think about everything being energy, frequency, and vibration, and then we started to get selective, you know, like what energies are worth our worth our own energy you know that is that conversation worth my energy is that emotion that is robbing me of my energy you know when we start to ask ourselves different questions about where we are giving our energy away what is lowering our frequency uh what are lo lowering our vibration what are things that are heating it up you know i mean we think about frequency as the the measurement of of the of the wave you know so if something's vibrating very fast then we've got a a very um you know short frequency you know so the wavelengths are changing and if we start to think about ourselves as this wavelength and this frequency and energy i think we're going to start to just from that alone make make better decisions yeah you can you can think big like nicola and think about the secret of the, the universe but i just think about vibration in your personal life yeah like uh everything around you we're talking about our 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 domiciles but um you know what's the vibration of you know the anchor on you know msnbc what's the vibration of your you know your politician you know if you really really concentrate on the vibration it's really fucking low and it's, look how easy low, it is to low lower your vibration when just watching these things you're yeah. thinking about the television programs that people watch and it's like do you really feel good afterwards yeah it's just <laughs> and the then you wonder pumping, why you can't sleep <laughs> pumping low vibe 
Very important. So briefly talked about the ether um, in the, the two slides ago, but to get into it deeper, the, the universal, e universal ether is held by the hermeticists to be but a higher manifestation, manifestation of that which is erroneously called matter. That is to say, matter at a higher degree of vibration and is a medium of transmission of waves of vibratory energy, such as heat, light, electricity, magnetism, etc. The teachings are that the ethereal substance is a connecting link between the forms of vibratory energy known as matter on one hand and energy or force on the other. You know, saying a minute ago, ether used to be widely known as an element of earth. Yeah, the was, pentagram. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, earth, fire, uh, water, air, air, and ether. It's it's the the mysterious connecting web between everything. You know, modern science does not have all the answers. You know, modern science. If you look in the the 16th century, modern science came out of alchemy. It came out of all of these old traditions that had been studied upon back, you know, in ancient Greeks, Egyptians, you know, and modern science just cannot explain all these things. You know, that's where, uh, for right now, the, the, or the, the period we're in now, what we're, we're experiencing is what, uh, Terrence McKenna called the, uh, archaic revival, mm -hmm. which is this, this reintroduction of the ancient knowledge bit by bit, understanding things like natural law, you know, hermetic principles, the ether, you know, everything that Tesla was tapped into and called a loon, you know, a hundred years ago. And then, you know, I was just reading uh, on a Reddit thread. I'd never got a chance to go and really research it, but, you know, there apparently there is a project called Project, I think it's called Crimson Mist, where it's how they are um, emitting frequencies within the field. And those frequencies are lowering our vibration. You know, we can kind of see with the things that are happening in the sky, uh, the air we breathe, what's in our water and so forth. But, you know, these frequencies that are being, uh, you know, even emitting again from our, our digital devices, but they're, they're, they're affecting our cognition. They're affecting us mentally. So when you were talking earlier about dissonance, that made me think about cognitive dissonance and having not understanding why there's so many people that are in a cognitive dissonance state where they say one thing and do another, but then don't really understand why. But if we think about it from the invisible world, right, the world of the ether, the world of, you know, that we don't see with our physical eyes, we can start to see, wow, there are frequencies that are being emitted through the airwaves, if you will, through, you know, what we're listening to, through the the frequencies in the air. So these are all very important things that we don't think about because they're invisible to the naked eye. But if we can turn into turn on a radio and we can't see the radio and how the how the sound is making it to our ears, then is it really that difficult to believe or to understand that these vibrations and frequencies 
could easily be transmitted and affecting our own personal vibration through the many different invisible forms. Well, think, um, you know, what, what is a word? You know, what is, what is the spoken word, but an organized of vibration, mm-hmm. you know, your voice. So is your thought based off of the word. So you're now internalizing a, another vibration based off of a word. Is that word intended, you know, where's the word come from? Yeah. Where's the origins and, and of get, the word? Get the etymo- <laughs> etymology of the word. And what was it originally meant? Because a lot of words that we use today mean something completely different from what the original vibratory essence mm-hmm. was of the word. Good so, point. A, that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> so what we do here, we go down rabbit holes. So this is just a little picture of, you know, wavelengths and understanding vibration and how um, you can see for to, to the farthest left of the graph, you see, uh, we'll focus on a little squiggly line. Um, so the, the furthest to the left is a radio wave. So we're talking big, big, slow waves. And just below that, they give you a, a, a physical representation of what that radio wave would look like. And so a radio wave, approximate scale of the wavelength is the size of a building. You know, real slow travels wow. far, you know, far away, like AM radio, you know, low to the ground, travels really, really far. Um, so as you go to the right, you move into um, microwaves, um, then in- infrared, infrared waves. So you see that the, the wave, as it increases intensity, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Uh, and below that, you can see the temperature at which that wave mm. is its strongest. So when you get to the the level of an X-ray, you know, you go to the dentist and they have you put on the the uh, the big heavy, uh, you know, bib. chest coat <laughs> bib, and you know, and then they get out of the way and then put you under the X-ray. It's like, oh, it's, you're safe, but yeah, they're they're pummeling you with. Um, really really high frequency waves you know and then down to gamma rays uh for the if anybody is a comic book nerd yeah mm-hmm. incredible hulk pummel with gamma rays changed his atomic structure his actual nuclear nucleus structure of his being so again everything is vibration you know temperature is vibration color is vibration sound is vibration you know, the infrared, you know, it reminds me of when I was uh, healing from a very chronic, almost 30 year uh, skin disorder, I would go and sit in an infrared sauna. Um, The light and the frequency from the infrared sauna was very healing. Not only was it helping to slow down my vibration and help with anxiety and panic attacks, but you know, that light was also very healing. The heat was also very healing, you know, but then we think about like a microwave, you know, nuking your food, which is changing the molecular structure of your food. It's robbing it of its own, if it's natural nutrients. So there's many, um, it's not that, the waves 
per se are bad, but the way that they're used, um, you know, uh, especially as it interacts with the body is very important to start to see, because again, going back to Nikola Tesla is like, you know, when we're using, um, when we're using uh, waves, uh, frequencies, you know, we can benefit from free energy, but, you know, there's also just like we're going to talk about the principle of polarity. Uh, I don't remember what episode that will be in the series, but um, we're going to see how there's two sides to every coin. Yeah. Yeah. I was pulled this up earlier and I thought of, um, I thought of 5G, mm. you know, because we're uh, over the last three years, you know, when they shut the world down. Um, the telecommunication companies started to go wild throwing up 5G towers in all of these neighborhoods to lay the groundwork for uh, a new internet of things. And slowly all of our phones are switching over to 5G um, wavelengths. And what 5G originally was developed as was a crowd control weapon by Raytheon. Oh, wow. And that they could take that that uh, wavelength and put a lot of energy behind it. So a lot of power pointed at a crowd and it would actually heat the crowd up. Like, wow, you would, it would feel like you were putting your hand near a really hot stove. So it would disseminate a crowd really quick. Um, someone probably stopped them and said, Hey, we don't want to light people on fire mm. because they might actually revolt at that point. Um, so let's turn this into a new cell phone protocol. Right. So that's what 5g is. It's just, it's the same uh, same technology as the weapon, just at a very, uh, a much lower wattage of power behind it. And so even more reason to raise our vibration. So if we are interacting with these very intense waves, uh, frequencies, then we've got to make sure that our vibration is very high so that we can, um, stay healthy and be able to sustain life even with these with radiation being at every corner of our existence <gasps> hermetic teachings go much further than those of modern science they teach that all manifestation manifestation of thought emotion reason will or desire or any mental state or condition are accompanied by vibrations, a portion of which are thrown off, affect the minds of other persons by induction. This is what produces the phenomenon of telepathy, mental influence and other forms of the power of mind over mind, with which the general public is rapidly becoming acquainted, owing the dissemination of occult knowledge by the various schools and teachers at this time. So if like mind uh, creates like mind. If the vibration of my words, of angels' words, of my thoughts are pushed out through the ether, through the ether into my local world, into the uh, the the nation, you know, continent, etc., it's attracting other people of that same vibration. It's just like that. Um, you know, the, the video we were watching a month or so ago where the the gentleman has uh, two tuning forks. Mm. They're both tuned to, I forget, they're both like four, 440 hertz. 
and he hits one of them. And when he hits one tuning fork, the other tuning fork tuned into that same vibration mm. starts vibrating as well. He didn't hit that one, but it's, you know, but if he brings up a, you know, 330 Hertz tuning fork, it's not going to affect it. Affect, yeah. You know, At you're going to have certain tones that actually are harmonics of other frequencies and, you know, will, will resonate, will vibrate within a, a, a section of that frequency. But, you know, so that's what, what's going on here. Like we're all connected. You're connected to watching this podcast. You're, you're, you're into, um, you know, you've been attracted to angels teachings. So we're, we're, this is, this is this knowledge, these ancient, you know, um, hermetic alchemists totally understood. Makes me think of Napoleon Hill and, uh, you know, his book, Think It and Grow Rich, where one of the principles is to mastermind, you know, to be in the company of other great thinkers. And from there, it creates uh, a third or however many people are in the mastermind. It creates this this other mind, right? This other um, force, uh, if you will, that starts to generate an even higher level of energy and creativity. So just being in the conversations of people that are discussing ideas versus um, events or people, what's the Eleanor Roosevelt quote, you know, um, you know, great minds discuss ideas at the highest degree. And then as from there, you talk about events or people, then the vibration goes lower. So you want to make sure that you know, who you're surrounding yourself with is, you know, basically creating this, this mastermind that Napoleon Hill is discussing. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't even have to be in a crowd or, you know, a group of people, you could just be alone and read the book mm. and, and your thought over, you know, the energy of, of, of thinking about the concept Yes. Pushes out into this, you know, just picture, um, just picture the spider web that's connecting everything, you know, like the movie, the matrix, you know, everything's in this computer grid, whatever you, however you want to picture, visualize it. But that thought is tuned in to the radio, uh, frequency of another thought. So thought frequency, thought vibration, um, so on and so forth. So these things are just you know, it's being disseminated just in thinking about it. Beautiful. That's why I like the, um, <laughs> I love the, the image, the magician, <laughs> the, you know, they're locked into a, a mastermind, mm -hmm. you know, right then. I think I can read what that guy's thinking about though. <laughs> but, um, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every thought, emotion, or mental state has its corresponding rate and mode of vibration. By an effort of the will of the person, these mental states may be reproduced just as a musical tone can be reproduced by an instrument. By a knowledge of the principle of vibration, one may polarize his mind at any degree he wishes, thus gaining perfect control over his mental states, 
moods, etc. In the same way, he may affect the minds of others, producing the desired mental states in them. In short, he may be able to produce on the mental plane that which science produces on the physical plane. Wow. Wow. And, you know, we forget that, again, you know, we are not just here in the physical plane. We have the astral plane, the lower mental plane, the causal plane, the higher mental plane and so forth. So, you know, we are not just affecting each other physically with our vibration, but also in these other planes of existence. So it's interesting because, uh, you know, NLP, neuro linguistic programming. Um, I remember I enrolled in this and it just never really resonated with me, but I can see now through these, the, the principle of vibration, one, it can be used for good. It also could be used for nefarious reasons as well, um, which again, you know, the energy, uh, the intent uh, is going to play a big uh, influence in your magic. But um, this is interesting. This is interesting to start remembering that you are more than this, this physical vessel. Yeah. Um, haven't talked about it tonight, but I'd re re reiterate from... Um, some of the previous um, principles, like these laws, these, you know, hermetic principles, these universal laws have been, you know, sequestered for a long, long time. That doesn't mean there isn't people that totally understand these laws and in fact, use them to control you. Right. You know, so if someone is initiated and they have ill intent, but their will isn't is is strong and they have the means to let's say i don't know set up a grid work of towers all over the mm -hmm. planet and maybe satellites uh flying through uh the uh, atmosphere pumping vibrations right and with ill intent in the mind because one may polarize his mind at any degree he wishes thus gaining perfect control over his mental state, but also your mental state, you know, your feelings. That's why, you know, we were talking, talking before, like putting on a, uh, a news program and feeling horrible. You know, I don't know if you've ever talked to anyone who like, I don't know, watches like five, six hours of <laughs> Fox or CNN every day but they are on a different vibration. They have been, you know, talk about a slow, slow moving wave, just dense beyond dense, mm -hmm. just repeat and then repeating the vibrations that they learn from the news back into the consciousness, thus creating uh, this uh, uh, egregore, you know, this, mm -hmm. this, this, this thought vibration that's masking um, large swaths of population, making them all feel that same dense, low, lower vibratory state. And guess what? I'm, I'm sure they're wearing synthetic clothes, <laughs> eating synthetic foods, uh, right. listening to whatever garbage pop music is pumping through the. Uh, and then they wonder why they know. can't change their life. And that, yeah. the, 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 you know, why the things that they really 
said that say that they want, they can't have. And so here comes in all, there's many different avenues. You know, you think about healing, the process of healing is truly a holistic experience in that you've got to change everything. It's not just the diet. It's not just getting the vitamin D. It's everything because it's all vibration. So it's changed. Like I remember going through this. I mean, I have a very deep and profound story of healing, which I won't go into today, but, um, you know, changing everything. And it takes, it takes time to adjust your current behaviors and your current obsessions and addictions and habits to finally get out of that low vibration. It's a very slow process because your vibration is low. And so then, you know, to try to make any changes, it literally feels like walking uphill for the first time. Like you've never walked up a hill in your life because your, your vibration is so low. So when you're thinking, if you're on a healing journey and you're, you know, this information is resonating, right? Just listening to this live cast is already planting seeds in your vibration and hopefully getting you to look around and saying, look, you know, I am tired of you know, what I see in my manifested world and my surroundings. But if I make these small tweaks, like the clothing I'm wearing, the foods that I'm eating, it's, it's everything though, guys, it's, it's not just a go to a healer and, uh, you know, hope for the best or take some vitamins and you, you know, you're good to go green juice today. You know, these are, yes, those are important, but it's the whole experience that needs to change your life has to change you know take it from brian wilson and the beach boys and you know have some good, <laughs> good vibrations, vibrations. <laughs> this little music quote from john coltrane uh one positive thought produces millions of positive vibrations you know, if you've ever listened to a john coltrane album if not i encourage you to do so uh, he's a, a master of vibration you know giant steps um blue train like his playing on a saxophone he is playing notes and going from uh you know harmonic mm -hmm. you know beauty to dissonance and just a total total wizard of of vibe another nice quote from another musician george harrison of the beatles said music is sound vibrations whereas painting paintings are vibrations of whatever you pick up mm. it's not actually an energy vibration you get from a groovy painting but music and sound seem to travel along vibrations you know the whole thing with mantras is to repeat and repeat those sounds it's vibrations and everything like prayers and hymns wow gosh this part of this quote Whereas paintings are vibrations of whatever you pick up. Now think about that. I'm not going to go into what some of you guys might be thinking, because maybe I'm having a little telepathic moment with some of you, but the artwork hung in some of these people's homes that is very disturbing. Um, you know, it's sending out a vibration not only to the owner of the painting, but those who are seeing it. So, you know, and it's just, we don't think about these things, you know, we think about, oh, that looks cool. 
you know, that's avant-garde, but it's emitting a vibration. So what you see with your eyes, what you hear with your ears, the words that you speak, the things that you touch. I yeah. mean, and it's- as, as we uh, discussed on previous episodes, if you go back five or so, um, we talk about the unconsciousness, you know, the unconscious mind and, and art uh, visual mm, stimulation mind, yeah. is, is what speaks to the unconscious mind, you know, the dream state that's, it's, it's seeding uh, a part of you that, you know, you're not conscious of. Yeah. Uh, it's a Kabbalion quote. He who, uh, who understands the principle of vibration has grasped the scepter of power. Mm. So think about that. Like everything is vibration. So if you can understand that everything, everything, everything is vibration, you will understand what true power is. I brought a little copy here. So, oh, good. So, Get yourself a Kabbalion. <laughs> Get yourself a Kabbalion, $19. Uh, Get the hardback, you know, yeah. keep it nice and pretty. Just <laughs> infinite wisdom, keep it next to your bed, read it. No philosopher's stone. Frequent, frequently, air. often. <laughs> I think that means the same thing. Frequently and often. <laughs> Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Well, guys, I know we're getting ready to wrap up here. And I know I've mentioned this in other episodes, but we're talking about natural law. So I'm going to be plugging this uh, till we're done with the series. But I've got a quiz on sacredanarchy.org. If you want to go ahead and take that, the natural law alignment quiz, it's absolutely free. And you can go ahead and visit sacredanarchy.org forward slash natural dash law dash quiz. Um, basically what the quiz is doing is, is determining, uh, which one of the hermetic principles are you most out of alignment? You know, there's probably several, if you're out of, out of whack with one, it's probably numerous, if not all of them, but one to kind of begin your journey. So check that out when you get a chance. And then of course, if you have not joined the Sacred Anarchy Society, it's also free to join for rising leaders of the new Aeon. That is you. It's a sacred holding space for open-minded people and individuals to support each other and become students of the mysteries. And that's exactly what we're doing here on the live cast. So do join us uh, in the Sacred Anarchy Society. Here is the link, uh, sacredanarchy.org forward slash society. All right. And I think that is a wrap. And we are going to do maybe some... Let's see if we've got any Anonymous questions. attendee. Okay. Okay. Some of these questions, let's see. We've got an astrology question. Okay. I'm just going to start with the first question. What can one do to overcome their astrological natal charts? It's not about overcoming. Again, we're talking about... Um, the principle of vibration. So you want to become in harmony with yourself. It's not about overcoming the aspects of your astrological chart. It's about becoming unified with them. So you want to start seeing the placements as, you know, as an opportunity to get comfortable with that specific archetype that lives within you. What can I do to manifest a joyful life? 
You want to take that one? Um, what do you like? <laughs> what what brings you joy? Do you surround yourself with things that are joyful? Do you listen to music that's joyful? Do you read books that are joyful? Do you find joy in nature? Take walks? Have a pet? <laughs> I mean, it, you know, what's there's there's so much to create joy in one's life if you want that, you know, which you should. So. Well, the one thing I remember when I was going through, um, it seems like you mentioned here that you're going through a divorce um, is really, you know, figuring out what interests you. And it seems like a really basic thing, but it was something that I couldn't answer for myself um, because work was really my be all be all. And then I was married and then getting ready to get divorced. So it just took me some time to figure out what my interests were. And then I really felt that this was a beginning point to finding a joyful life is to figure out what you're interested in. So one of the things that I did was I started to go to like meetup groups. I would enroll in these little classes for on meetup. I remember I took like a mediumship class and a clairvoyance class, and it just started getting me familiar with these new things that were interesting to me that I did maybe wanted to learn more about. And obviously you know, several years later, like six years later, and look at where I, it led me. It obviously led me to a joyful life by just following the nudge and the interest that I had. So finding books that have topics that interest you, that's a good way to begin finding what those interests could be. Well, just, um, these are all from the same person. Mm. Uh, have you watched the first two episodes of this series? Like the first, the first principle, um, of natural law is the universe is mental so it all begins with your thoughts you know so we have to get into a place of good thoughts and and not focusing on on the knots but what what do you have what well, and I think that's where the interest come in because it's like I remember having these like panic attacks and you know, someone was like, oh, just think, thinks a happy thought. And I'm like, I couldn't find one in my mind. I literally couldn't find one. So that's why I'm saying like the interest became a catalyst for me to be like, oh, I'm, mm. I'm in, I think I'm interested in this. Let me go read a book on that or watch a show on that or a video. I remember I subscribed to Gaia and I just started like filling my mind with, with new things because I couldn't find the joyful thought. I couldn't think of anything. So I had to really start from zero and start impregnating new thoughts in my mind. So that's why learning became a very important piece of the puzzle to creating a joyful life, because then I had new things to think about that it was interesting to me that I wanted to learn more. And, you know, I would love to say that this live cast, you know, being a part of the mystery school, you know, if you love what you're learning here, you're going to love all the classes that are in the mystery school. And that will start to start you on this path of new neural pathways. Yeah. I mean, pro. Oh, starting to reprogram your unconsciousness, you know, your unconscious mind, listening to solfeggio frequencies, um, uh, you know, meditating. That was a big one for me. He he healing yourself via vibration, you know, creating a, a physical, um, physical 
world, your apartment, your home, whatever. Mm. Surround yourself with things that artwork that speaks to you on a yeah. deeper level that you enjoy. Um, so those things are going to work the unconscious mind, which the unconscious mind is going to bleed into your conscious yeah. mind. So said listen to soul fed you frequencies uh, binaural beats yeah there's um, so much good stuff on youtube dream, dream journal every morning you know to get in touch with that unconsciousness because if you're you know you're, you've experienced trauma and um uh these these things that are that are holding you back like a lot of it is is stored in that unconscious mind you know your unconscious mind is 90 percent of your your brain your, your, your being. So you have to, you know, dive deep and do what speaks to the unconscious art, music, your dreams. Uh, highly recommend listening to some Carl Jung lectures on YouTube um, and pick up a copy of the Kabbalion. And I would say if you're listening to this, you're already on the right path. Yeah. Just yeah, keep listening, the frequency. make it a priority, do a little bit every day. I think that is the best advice is do something that illuminates you and interests you every single day and document it. Because if you can document it, you'll start to say, gosh, I am starting to feel better. Oh, wait, last month I was feeling really crappy, but I'm in that way. It gives you this um, sense of progress and progress is such an important piece of this puzzle because when you start to notice that you're making progress then doors start to swing open and you start attracting more of the things that you want so don't worry about <laughs> don't worry about being 40 soon we're uh all in our 40s here <laughs> we didn't meet each other until uh our early 40s so there is There's, always you're on the path <laughs> and trust me i was getting divorced at 41 so it's going to work out just perfectly. Stick with us, join the society, find some new friends, some, find some new interests, and we'll see you guys next week. All right. So if you want to access all the live casts, you can also join the mystery school at our free membership level. Uh, you can go to sacredanarchy.org and click on mystery school there, or there is a bit.ly link here, bit.ly forward slash Join Sacred Anarchy Live. That will take you to go set up your membership, uh, log in, and enjoy. All right, you guys. Any final words before we go, hun? Oh, as always, uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, if I think you know anyone else that would benefit or be interested in this, please um, subscribe and share the content. Um, you know, I own me. You own you. Agape. Until next week. Have a great night.